0: Well, hello, listeners. I'm so excited about this conversation that I am bringing you today with the Ralphie Jacobs from Simply on Purpose. You guys, I can't tell you how excited I am about this episode because I have been looking up to Ralphie for so many years. She is the most incredible educator and encourager and just light in the world. And she's just doing such incredible work. So when I reached out to her to see if she wanted to be on our show and she said yes, my heart just smiled big time. So she is going to be talking to us today about the most powerful non-verbal message we can give our kids. And I wanted, wanted to bring you this episode this month because This is a month where, you know, we're starting to kick off the holidays. It's November and, um, you know, very quickly things can kind of get overwhelming. But Ralphie is so good at helping us just simplify and slow down and prioritize connection over correction in our home. And what better month than as we embark upon Thanksgiving here in America and just the holiday season where we really want to make sure we are prioritizing connection and that we remember what's most important in our families and in our parenting walk. And so I just know you're going to love this episode so much. And as you're listening, if you love this conversation that Ralphie and I have, one of the best ways to say thank you to Fresh Start Family for producing these free episodes for you is to simply take a screenshot and share over on social. Um, over on Instagram, I am at Fresh Start Wendy, and Ralphie is at Simply On Purpose. And so if you're listening and you love this conversation, go ahead, take a screenshot, and then share it to your stories on Instagram. We would love to connect with you over there, and it would just be so, so appreciated. Another great way to say thank you to us if you love this episode is to head on over to iTunes and take three minutes to leave us a quick review. Here at Fresh Start Family, the more reviews that we have, the more we are able to get seen in the iTunes world, and the more we are seen, the more families we can serve and support and encourage with our messages of hope and positive parenting and family life coaching that we love to bring you through our fresh start family podcast so guys thanks for listening and thanks for being here enjoy this episode
1: well hey there i'm stella welcome to my mom and dad's podcast the fresh start family show we're so happy you're here We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show!
0: Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am so excited and humbled and honored be to be sitting here this morning with Ralphie Jacobs, who is the founder of Simply On Purpose. Welcome, Ralphie. Thank you, Wendy, for having me on. Yes, you guys. Ralphie is incredible. She's going to be talking to us today about the most Powerful nonverbal message we can give our kids, and I'm going to wait. I'm going to make you guys wait for it, (laughs) because first I want um, to introduce Ralphie Properly and have her tell you guys a little bit more about herself, also. Um, But like I said, Ralphie is the founder of Simply on Purpose, where she writes about parenting, family culture, and living with purpose. She has an audio course that has that has changed thousands of homes. And she normally, when it's not COVID, right, travels across the country speaking at live workshops on positive parenting. And you're very active over on Instagram. Is that right, Ralphie?
1: Yeah, that is. That's my jam. That's where we hang out.
0: Yes, you have so many incredible pieces of wisdom. And I know you put so much um, effort into creating some really bite-sized, but such profound pieces of wisdom for parents over there. So I love it. Well, tell listeners a little bit more about you. How did you become um, a parenting educator? How did you get into this space? Why are you so passionate about serving families in this capacity? Tell us more.
1: Wow, that's such a good question. Well, um, Wendy, I grew up in a large family. I have six brothers and I've got two sisters. And my father was diagnosed with MS when I was really little. And so I have little memories of him being able to walk. Um, So uh, my mom went back to school and she has two master's degrees and a PhD. And she just always surrounded herself with the naughty kids, like the kids that were really struggling. They were always in our home. (laughs) If there was a naughty kid, she wanted them by her so that she could help the families out. And so my entire life, I've grown up with a great respect for human struggle, both physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. And um, then I went to school to get my degree and started teaching preschool. And I loved that. And it was so much fun. And it still truly is my passion. And I feel like if I had the choice, I would still be with the three year olds. But the calling was different. (laughs) The calling was like, you need to teach parents because that's where the long-term change happens. And so I totally shifted the way that I thought um, my life was going to look like. I was all ready to start my own preschool and I uh, started teaching parents in my community and it just kind of was like wildfire after that. I think that because of how quickly our society is changing, and how we continually are pushing down adulthood into childhood and that kind of loss of childhood and also the different elements that are coming at parents. We can no longer rely on the environment to raise our kids kind of. It's more like a, it's a negative yeah. and not even a neutral anymore. So they're yes. just grasping for tools and strategies and ideas. And it's just this huge need that we're seeing right now. I know you're seeing it, too. So um, I'm grateful to have a platform. I'm so grateful to be able to teach and because it's blessed my lives and it's my life and my children's lives are our, our, our family. And I, it's just so rewarding. It's just like the most rewarding thing to do to help break generational cycles.
0: Yes, it really is. Right. And it's, it's such a blessing to be able to teach because we're always reminding ourselves of what we need to do, right?
1: <laughs> that's what yeah, oh my work. goodness. Or I'll teach something where I'm like, oh, like I should talk about that because I need a little pressure up of that. Or or something in my house has had just happened recently where I was like, oh, that's a great bad example. I'm gonna use that. Right. <laughs>
0: the same thing. I get so excited now. It's so much easier to laugh at myself. I remember when I first started teaching, I was like, oh my God, who am I to teach this stuff? Like People are going to find out that I'm just this... fraud, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then as time went on, I was like, okay, I understood that that's not the way it works when you're a parenting educator. And I, now I like, it's easier to laugh at yourself and you, I, I usually am like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell the community about this one because Mm -hmm. this is what I was feeling when I did that or when I yelled or when I slammed the door and this Mm -hmm. is going to help so many people because we're able to break it down. So.
1: Yeah. I love that. I, I say all the time. I used to think that Parenting experts and parenting educators had the most obedient robotic little children, <laughs> but it, the truth is that children don't change; we change, like our yeah. perception of what's happening in their behavior and being able to kind of pick it apart and figure out why and not take it personally. It's it's all about a parent's behavior, completely. Yes,
0: yes, I love your your quote. I saw it the other day. I actually just shared it, um, but see if I can get it right. You said. Um, parenting is about parents. That's why it's called parenting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not hey, called did I childrening. Get it right? Yeah. It's not called yeah. childrening. Yeah. It's so funny, isn't it? And it's so frustrating too. At the same time, you're like, eh. <laughs> yes. Oh my
0: so gosh. I
1: remember one lady I was started. Um, I did a workshop and I always have a, a little survey at the end for people to fill out. And she's like at the beginning of the workshop, cause when my first, thing that I talk about is like being in control of yourself and learning to like, you know, be the adult in the situation. And she was like, at the first I was like, Oh, it's me. Like, this is so frustrating. And then she's like, by the end of the five hours, she's like, Oh, it's me. Like I have (laughs) power to change myself. Like it's actually empowering to realize like, Oh, it really begins with me. I'm the decisive element and I can change myself. That's something I can do.
0: Yes, it is so much more empowering, right? And I do. I love that shift too. where I just got an email a few days ago from a client where I could sense that tone in her that she was like, dang, I now realize she I think her words were something like I wish I would have realized sooner how much I was contributing Mm -hmm. and all this stuff that I was doing to cause a lot of this. But then she also she's picked up from, you know, working with me over the month. I think she's been a member for maybe six months now. You could tell she had compassion for herself. And she was like, but this is such great news because the future is so full of hope. And I can see in just a short amount of time, how much change is possible when I am the gentle observer and I'm able to see, and I'm able to shift. And I am now at choice because you, you and I both know, we all know it's we we cannot control other human beings, but we can absolutely control ourselves, even though it seems impossible some days. It's it's a fact. We can.
1: Yeah. And that's a wonderful realization to think, oh, I don't have to be in control of my child's behavior. All I can do is make as many decisions possible to increase the probability that they'll behave well. That's all mm. I can do is like give them all the opportunities possible to behave well. And, and then once you've done that, your job's done. I mean, even like the best parents in the world have children that misbehave.
0: So yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. So you have four beautiful daughters. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I do. And they are beautiful and amazing.
0: Oh, I love it. And was there a point, um, so you were, you know, you were involved in the preschool and and you started to, did you start to have kids and realize, gosh, this is really hard and I need support or were you like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm applying everything that I've learned in my career to my parenting and I want to help parents with it. Like, was that, what, did you find parenting,
1: you know, a lot harder than you thought it was going to be? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, it's totally different when it's your own children. Even if you have all of the resources and all the training possible, it's completely different because you're so emotionally involved in their success. And it feels like it's an immediate reflection upon yourself. You're They're like little mini me's, you know, that you, you're projecting yourself onto them. And so if they're misbehaving, there's something wrong with you. Uh, and um, it was it was very difficult. And when my oldest was starting to get up into that preteen, I was like grasping for every possible solution, reading all the books and just feeling really inspired by this path of positive parenting. Just like, why doesn't everybody know about this yeah. secret? You know, every, more people should know. And that's when the fire lit is I just couldn't get enough of it and just thought it was just the most amazing uh, opportunity to share with other people, to just change homes and to realize that there, it's meant to be that way. Brains are made in a way that we're supposed to be able to use being positive to discipline our children. I thought it was just such an answer to so many problems that the world is happening right now. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and
0: honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. And Ralphie, um, normally do you travel across the U S across the world? Cause a lot of your, you have your audio course, but a lot of your work is in-person events,
1: right? Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Like you said, before COVID I was doing, I think the year 2019, I did 22 workshops. So wow. I traveled to like 12 different locations and did workshops, live workshops. And that was my favorite. Because you can see in people's eyes and you can see the light bulbs and uh you get to share parts of your personality that you don't really get to share on Instagram and make people laugh, wow. like I love. <laughs> make people laugh. And uh and people cry too, just the range of emotions. Emotions teach us things that we sometimes we don't get that on Instagram. And then we feel like we're friends too. I don't just want to feel like a teacher, but I want to feel like they're my best friend. I would, I would do anything for these people because we trust each other. We, we're bonded because of the knowledge and the love that we share for our children. So, it, yeah. it is it's a great it's a great opportunity to meet people in person.
0: Oh, that's incredible! I bet you're so excited to get back to it. Oh
1: my word, I am so so excited! It's the 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 lights there at the end of the tunnel.
0: It really is. It's hard to tell when to start planning though, you know, because it's like, <laughs> you know, you think, okay, maybe spring of 2022 or, or maybe yeah, fall of 2021, who knows, it's hard to like put the dates on the calendar and book the the halls, you know, it's like, but yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to be brave. We can do yeah. this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have some faith. I
0: out. love it. Well, good. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's reveal this, mm. this secret sauce here because, um, you know, this is I a lot of times my episodes they can include so much information which is great. Um and today I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be so beautiful just to have Ralphie featured on our show and just to have one simple beautiful golden nugget of a takeaway." Oh, wow. So tell us when it comes to the most powerful nonverbal message we can give our kids, what is it, Ralphie?
1: <laughs> oh, well, I, I think it's like you said, it's so fun because it's so simple. And that's like my favorite thing is to teach something so actionable, so doable. Um, and it is just simply getting at their eye level. I think that when we talk to parents, when we talk to our children as parents, It's so easy to kind of be domineering, so we're looking down upon them, and that's kind of, you are my subject, and I am your ruler type of a message, but that nonverbal message of, we're working on this together, we're collaborating, we're connecting, we're communicating, and there's mutual respect here for you to get at their eye level. You're sending a message that what's important to them is important to you, enough to move in a physical way, which... Believe it or not, that matters a lot and sends a very strong message. And then also that you can see things through their point of view. You can see what their reality looks like and you you have respect for that. And there's so many different ways that we we can respect our children. We can we can respect their time. So we are we're not like doing long monologues while we're talking to them about what they should or shouldn't be doing. We can we can respect their struggle and and not like throw it, cast it aside and say, oh, you're fine. Or, you know, it doesn't matter. Why are you so worried about getting the pink cup? You know, (laughs) yeah. but, but, uh, or we can respect their reality or their growth. Like you are making progress and I'm going to have growth mindset for you. Um, And, and their interests, but all, all of that, like that physical message that we send with our body language, that how we feel about them, what, um, and how, and how we feel about our lives with them. Sometimes our body language says things like this is monotonous and I, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired being your mother. I'm so tired with what's going on. And I think that sometimes all parents need to do is just to change their body language a little bit, to square their shoulders up, to get down at a child's level and to have a soft smile rather than a frown. Um yes. It's it's really just such a simple thing to do. And I know that that's kind of a new thought or a new generational thought is to have mutual respect. I was just talking to a friend the other day who, who thought that um, the way to teach a child respect is to dominate and to like physically make them respect you, um, you know, by spanking or whatever. But uh, it really is important to understand that there's a difference between Compliance and doing things out of fear and being good and wanting to connect with you because of that mutual connection that you have with each other. Yes. Yeah. Such a big difference, right? Yes. What'd you say? You said compliance
0: versus wanting to respect you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Such a big difference. I think that when they say, I want them to respect me, you think, well, no, that's not respect, that's fear. That's the different thing and respect is think of the people that you truly respect. And it's those people that usually are just peacemakers. They're mild. They're just wise. And they, and they guide you in a gentle way that you want to follow them. It's, it's that wanting it. And that's, that's what I think is so unique about this way of positive parenting is that we understand that children who are, taught strictly obedience and are obedience focused, they actually avoid responsibility. They avoid, um, you know, taking ownership of their problems because they're so authority driven and it feels uncomfortable for them to be able to make decisions and to make choices and and to own their life and be in control of who they are because they just are so used to being told what to do and how to do it. And we really want our children to feel like they're centered and to feel like they, they love who they are and they love that family unity um, that they they're in. Uh, I just think of connection as almost like a vitamin. It's just a, it's like a proactive um, way to parent because, because we're, yeah. Right. We like, as parents, we just devalue our role so much in our child's lives. Parenting um it's so easy to surrender our time because we just don't think that uh it's as foundational as it is that relationship between parent and child and i i think that if we understood the importance of it then we would value that time more and yeah seeing that connection as that good behavior vitamin really proactive and pre- uh, preventatively supporting and parenting your child in a way that they feel centered in that knowledge that you belong and you are loved. And if you feel that way, then you'll act that way too. Yes. I think that's so what's so strong about it.
0: Absolutely. Connection as a vitamin. Oh my gosh. That is your next Instagram post.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We've got it, Wendy. We know what we're doing now. Get the team on it. (laughs) Yeah. I've got my content plan. I love it. Yeah. A lot of
0: times I think, yeah, I've heard my students say this and then I also think it sometimes too is like it, to move in a physical way, right. To actually get up from what you're doing to go sit down on the next to the couch or kneel down, especially Mm -hmm. now that I have like 90 year old knees, I'm 43 (laughs) years old and both of my knees are like shot. I'm like, what is happening to me? I thought for sure they'd make it till 60, but anyways, but to kneel down and get on a toddler's level or whatever it may be. A lot of times, you know, I think our ego can take over and we're like, oh my gosh, well, We shouldn't have to do that or that takes so much energy, right? But it actually doesn't because energy, I think, can be um, from the feelings you have in your body. It can be physical, too. But actually, a lot of times just getting up and going over instead of like yelling from the kitchen, you know, or that's what I always think about. Like, I'll try to challenge myself at dinner time. Instead of being like, "Guys, dinner's ready," to actually like go in, put my hand on my kids' mm-hmm. shoulders, look them in the eye, and say, "Hey, dinner's ready." And this, I have to, I have to practice this all the time. Like it's, I'm like, when is this going to stick? <laughs> but it's still, I like to do it because it just reminds me, um, it it takes just as much or more energy to yell from the other room that dinner's ready than it does to like actually go and have that moment because to actually look in your child's eyes, like. When you do that, it's yes, it is preemptive. It, it all the things you said, right? Like it, the connection, and and it also is go so good for our soul to like look into mm-hmm. our children's eyes and remind. It almost like stops you in your tracks and reminds you, oh yeah, I'm raising a human soul, and like we're in this together, and like this is a moment in time. Like we don't know what tomorrow brings. This is a moment in time, and I think it's just such a um a joy builder for us too. And a a misbehavior decreaser. Those are technical words. Misbehavior decreaser for us too.
1: (laughs) Oh, it is. It totally is. I completely agree with that. There's something about kneeling down that changes the part of your brain that's working in that moment. And I think that, like you were saying, any kind of movement, if you put your hand on your heart, or if you breathe more slowly before you say something, or sometimes I'll like touch my head, be like, okay, think, 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 you know, <laughs> think the yeah. right the right frame of mind or kneeling down. Oh, it just moving your body makes such a difference. And yes. I, if you think about it, I, if, if you're, if my favorite celebrity crush, I don't even know who or whatever, but if they like wrote me a letter, now I want to know.
0: Now I want to know. I I, I (laughs) don't
1: even know now. I'm Oh, I got to think of somebody. Loki. Oh, I know what it is. It's Loki from the Avengers. I just love him. Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Brian's like, he's not an Avenger. And I'm like, yes, he's an Avenger. He's an Avenger. (laughs) Anyway. So, um, I just, I like, if they wrote you a letter, or if they came up to you and touched you on the shoulder, you would be like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so special. That's how your kids feel when you yeah. do that. They're, you are their North Star. You are their celebrity crush. And if you move to be close to them, if you walk up to them and touch them and say thank you, or if you look into their eyes and you smile and you say, I'm just so lucky to be your mom. It it fills their cup like nothing else. Those simple, simple things. It's always it's always about the simple things. I think that we're just um such a, a time uh in uh this like generational um like technology it's just so information driven and we're overwhelmed with information. But going back to the basics, always going back to the basics and realizing, you know, it really doesn't have to be complicated. These things are hard, right? Like you said, oh, I have to remember all the time to not yell across the room. I actually have to walk over and touch them and make sure that they've heard me. But it really is simple. It's not complex. There's not a a huge long formula. First, you say that and then you say this and then you move over here and you do a little dance and then you stand upside down and then you say it's really just. Simplicity, because that's where our children live in. They live in that world of simplicity. And that's how we speak to them. We use a child's logic to speak to a child. And if we can slow down and we get closer and we do safe touches and we look in their eyes, they learn so much faster. Their brains are firing um, and those neurons are connecting more quickly. Uh, If we keep the technology at bay and we let them play longer. All the things that are just come so natural. Those are the things that are there for a reason. They're natural for a reason. And yes, um, yeah. we just have to remember that, that uh, it really is important. Those little messages that we send to them, it, it matters to get down at their level and say, I see you and you don't have to be afraid of me. So let's talk about this. Let's connect together. We're working together as a team to figure this out. Let's let's collaborate.
0: Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and Know if you have any questions, firststartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yes, and and knowing that that really does feed into their sense of belonging and their sense of value, their sense of unconditional love. And, you know, when I teach, I always believe that when those things are filled up, when those buckets are filled, our kids will misbehave less. Yeah. love it. 100%. Yes. Well, Ralphie, will you give us just a few more last parting words before we say goodbye? And I want you to tell listeners where they can find you and um, where they can get a hold of all your incredible resources. But for the parents who are like, cool, that all sounds great when like things are groovy. But yeah. like when my kid is freaking out and has pulled the dog's tail and his tail smacked his sister or bit his brother or whatever it may be, like, you know, the get at their eye level, like it just, you know, you hear my tone, like for the, for the parents are just in that, that feeling right now that just their kid literally just had a tantrum and had this big misbehavior before they walked out the door to put their earbuds in to listen to this, just some um, encouragement there that this is possible in those moments too. It may feel harder, but it is still possible and wildly effective.
1: Oh yeah, it totally is. But first of all, that perspective of if there's chaos and you stay calm through the chaos, even though it still is chaotic, you are winning in my book. Yes. As long as you're safe and you're calm through it, it doesn't matter what is going on with their behavior because your model speaks louder than any words, any limits, any rules, any punishment that you'll ever give. It's that model of staying calm even throughout chaos. If you can try that, just breathe and just walk into your room. That's a part of protecting yourself too. I mean, your job is to protect everyone in the household. And that includes you. So, um, but yeah, there, there's this wonderful research that says that if you're calm, that 98 out of 100 times, if you give the calm directive, by the third directive, the child complies. That means that if I uh. say... I know it's so good if I say, I understand you're really upset right now, but this is what I need you to do. And then they still yell and they still scream. And you're like, I know it feels really big right now. And you're trying so hard, but I I need you to do this. Let's go and take care of that. And they still scream and they still yell. And you go back to yeah. Remember, we've talked about this before we've worked it out before, and we're going to practice it again. So let's go practice it. They, they comply by the third time. So wow. just know, just even if you don't do it exactly to that that standard, it just shows you how important you holding space for your child and holding on to that piece allows them to calm down too. Mm, so I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you become more confident each time, right? Like, oh, I just yeah. had a yeah, I just had a member email me this uh or she's posted a success story this morning saying um she's new, she's five months in, and she says um in our membership group, and she said last night her daughter freaked out. I think there she I think she said there was biting, there was throwing, there was all these things. And she's she was so excited because it was the first time her and her husband had never <laughs> not reacted or hurt the child back. And It was just so moving because Mm -hmm. it's like I knew what a powerful unleashing of a moment that was to like have everyone go to bed and to have her be able to be that calm in the chaos and to be able to look her child in the eye and probably for her child, maybe possibly for the first time to feel completely unconditionally loved and safe, no matter how gnarly and out of control she got. I was I mean, the whole community this morning was like, oh, my gosh, (laughs)
1: Like this is a really big
0: deal. It's a really big deal. So it's
1: so beautiful when that happens. What a beautiful payday for that mom to just feel. Yeah, like you know, it just it's so empowering to you as a person to feel like you you can be that safe place for your child even when they're so the storm is raging, and I I really think that that's our role. We have to kind of look at it that uh, we have to kind of look at it differently. That it, it's just our job to let them be children and to just have a safe place for them to land when they make mistakes. Not if, but when. And yeah. um, and to be that guide for them. It's just a totally different way to look at parenting. And I love that she had that success. Parents don't give themselves nearly enough credit. I find that time and time again, they're just so down on themselves and self-degrading and you know, trying to make the best of things, but they feel like they're just doing a bang up job of it. And I just, I just want to honor all of your listeners out there. You guys are triers and that's all we can ask for is just keep plugging in and keep trying and keep listening to those good people. Like Wendy, who are just your fighters for you. We honor you so much in all the work that you do and in your homes and, um, you belong there you belong in that home. Most children need you and you're doing the best you can. That's all we could ever ask for.
0: Oh, I love it, Ralphie. And yeah, those mamas like that, they're making it through the storm and thank God they have educators like you and all the wonderful positive parenting educators out there in the world that remind them, this is not only like pivotal moments where you're learning to be the calm and the chaos, but watch it freaking works like long-term just oh, wait you do word. that you do that five ten fifteen you know not even three six yeah. times in a row oh just wait the effectiveness oh. gets unlocked right that's what we know as educators
1: and that's oh, what it's freedom. It's freedom. It's freedom it's freedom yeah it's but so like, much more satisfying to parent that way
0: Yes. So thank God. Like, I know you have so many students that have gone through your courses that can testify to that. And, you know, these families out there now have those families that have gone before them that get to say, yes, you can be the calm in the storm and not react and and it'll work. So Ralphie, thank you so much. Your wisdom is so profound, your spirit, your heart. Thank you for all the work you are doing in the world, for the light you are spreading. Tell our listeners where they can find you. What's the best way to get more information about your programs and all that good stuff?
1: Oh, you're so sweet. Um, So yeah, Simply On Purpose, that's my handle on Instagram. It's also simplyonpurpose.org is my website and on there I have so many free resources I try to give as much free as possible lots of wonderful things to like boost your family culture help your family be stronger in fact the a whole rest of this year I'm doing a project called the strong families project where I just give free things and I just give free information and resources and we do a theme um, every month about those attributes of a strong family. So, And then my course is, is the audio course called Four Parenting Principles that Make a Difference in a Day. And it's all based on positive parenting. So you can find that on my website as well. I love it.
0: Oh, Well, thank you again for being here, Ralphie. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And listeners, go find Ralphie today. Give her some love and just enjoy her beautiful wisdom in your life. Thanks, Ralphie. Thank you.
1: For more information, go to FreshStartFamilyOnline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great
0: day. For links and more info about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to FreshStartFamilyOnline.com forward slash 103.